right, so welcome to the uh, Joy Circuit podcast. Today's topic, we're going to be looking at backlogs. So we all have pretty big backlogs of games um, that we, for one reason or the other, haven't gotten around to. Uh, and in the case of some of us, those backlogs are growing. And in the case of others, it might actually be shrinking. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of start things off by going through a list of games going back you know, into the 90s, so probably starting around the uh, Super NES era and look at games that were seminal games for their time that really, if you're a, calling yourself a video game fan uh, and running a video game podcast, you probably should have played these games. Uh, so we're going to kind of go through these and we're going to kind of reveal which ones maybe we, for some reason or the other, haven't gotten around to playing. Um, so it's kind of, this first part is really going to be kind of a mishmash of list of games we kind of, to some extent, agree are seminal games and which ones we haven't played. After that, we're going to kind of jump into games that maybe aren't seminal, but are big games that might be surprising that we haven't played um, and delve into a little bit of the reasons why we might not have played them uh, yet. What games are really excited to play next and sort of knock off our, our bucket list. And then we'll just kind of have a more of a, philosophical discussion of backlogs in general and trying to balance life and gaming. Uh, so I'll kick things off here really by just jumping into this list of games that we think are seminal. So kind of as I go through this list, just kind of say, if you haven't played a game, maybe say it and, and say why. Uh, and we can kind of have a discussion around certain games if you think it's surprising that uh, someone else hasn't played that game. Uh, or if you disagree with the reasons that maybe they're not playing that game uh, and you think they should give it a try, uh, just kind of speak up. So to kick off the list of seminal games, uh, big series, potentially in the running for best game of all time, uh, most important game of all time, uh, The Legend of Zelda. And we've got a few of them on here. We've got Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, and, and Breath of the Wild. Um so obviously seminal games i can say i've only played breath of the wild i have not played link to the past i have not played ocarina of time um which is probably pretty crazy considering i'm an rpg fan and these are considered if not the best rpg of all time maybe even best games of all time um so you guys have played them all i think right i've not played a link to the past Okay. Zelda is kind of weird. It's 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 like in that space where it kind of is an RPG, but is it? Breath of the Wild, I think, definitely is. Well, it's a. I mean, it depends on your definition of an RPG. It's definitely a role playing game. Like you're taking. Yeah. And and that's it's like an action RPG, I guess. Yeah. So I have uh, I've gotten about halfway through Link to the Past. I think I've gotten to the Dark World, um, or like the second half of the game. Uh, but never beat it. Uh, Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild, I have touched. I probably played them for about an hour or two each. So yeah, uh, Ocarina of Time for sure is a big one uh, that I've missed and that I probably am never going to play. Wow. Yeah. Shitty. And why Why do you think you'll never play it? I'm really just not a big fan of N64. There's only a, a, a handful of N64 games that are even being considered for my backlog. Uh, but Breath of the Wild, yeah. I really want to get around to at some point. Yeah, for me, I mean, the link to the past was around a time when I wasn't really making buying decisions in the house to to choose my video games. And it's, I think, old enough now that 
I just wouldn't go back to it just because of age. And then Ocarina of Time, I didn't own an N64. And again, I'm probably not going to pick up an N64 to play it. But Alex, you played them all? Um, I haven't fully beaten Link to the Past, but I've beaten Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild. And eventually I will play Link to the Past. It's just a matter of getting yeah. back to those older games. Yeah. All right. So speaking of kind of old RPGs, uh, Chrono Trigger. So actually, I think I said S. Yeah, this was SNES game, right? Yep. Okay. So yeah, I never played this one. I played Chrono Cross, and it's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. But I just, again, this is another game where it's really hard to go back to some of these old SNES games when you're used to playing modern games. And I think that's what would keep me from going back to this one, even though it's, you know, most people put it well ahead of Chrono Cross as an RPG. So I should like it way more than Chrono Cross, but. Yeah, Joe. So you should definitely play Chrono Trigger. Um, I actually beat this for the first time uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I had never really played it before. Um, and I will say out of all the uh, Super Nintendo games that I've gone back to years later, this one probably holds up the best. Holds up better than a lot of PS1 era RPGs and even PS2 era, era RPGs, um, mainly because of the battle system. There's no uh, random battles in the traditional sense. So that really makes it a lot less time consuming. And it's actually not that long. It's like a 20 hour RPG. Um, so, yeah, I think I may have actually bought it on. I think it's sitting maybe on my hard drive for my PlayStation 3. That version is not great. That's the version I played. And there's a couple frustrating things about it, but it was still it was still great. I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and then uh, Metal Gear Solid. So this is the original one, right? That we're th- talking about as a seminal game or just the series as a whole. It's probably the original. And I'll, I can kind of take this point. I actually just went back and replayed through this entire series just a couple of years ago. And I actually think this game holds up really well. The graphics are blocky you know, it's PS1 era. Um, and they try and go for a more realistic look as realistic as you can get in that era. But I think it holds up. The gameplay is really great. Um, the soundtrack is good. The characters, the voice acting, it's fantastic. Really great game, even by today's standards. I 100% agree. So you all played I've it? Not, no, I've not played it. I have five downstairs, and I, uh, it's like high on my list of things to play. I maybe got an hour and a half into it, but I was still very deep into uh, a WoW sinkhole, so I feel like the time is definitely coming. Five. Yeah, five. But have you played any Metal Gear nope. game? Never. Okay, and I don't. Wow, I that's, don't imagine. That's pretty big. I don't imagine I'll be going back to play the originals, but it's it's not that bad. Like I started from one and worked all the way up through five, and, and it took me like a year, a little bit over a year of just casual playtime. But it it's very doable, and they're great games. I mean, you can beat Metal Gear in solid in up three or four hours. That's First pretty. One? It's pretty short. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I know. Like I played, I think three. Um, uh, I think I don't know if I played the whole thing, but I think I played it with someone else, and we kind of were like taking turns a bit. And then I played five. They're super fun games, but the stories just never really made any sense to me. So yeah, I don't know that I'd go back now and play an old Metal Gear. Like even five, I actually played it and had a lot of fun with it and made it pretty far, but I just never beat it because I just never really. Once I had enough fun just playing the game, I. The story itself was never really pushing me to finish it. 
one is more contained though it's more like uh, you could just play one as a standalone game it's definitely worth the play for how short it is it's it's a really good game definitely try and go back and play it okay uh and then the next one i think Stuart, you might be the only one that's played this one castlevania symphony of the no Night. jeremy's beaten most of it i think or the entirety of it, i right? beat the first castle i didn't beat the inverted castle so I'm, I'm actually not sure if i beat this game or not i i mean i okay. don't think have you like gone into the inverted castle at all or i checked my file the other week and i think i was at a hundred and 20% or something. So I did play a little bit of the you second castle. It. I mean, you've definitely got into it. But yeah. Oh, I played it. A, I, I definitely played a lot of it. I just, I'm like I said, I really just don't know if I technically beat this game or not. It's a fantastic game. I think everyone should at least try it. Um, I think it's, it comes packed with Rondo of blood, but super good though. Truthfully, I, I didn't say anything earlier. I think circle of the moon is a better game. In terms of Castlevanias, is it newer? No, it's uh, it's. I think it was the the release immediately after Symphony of the Night, or one after Symphony of the Night. It was At like early Game America. Boy Advance, right? Yeah, it was the the first Game Boy Advance version of a Castlevania, but it wasn't made by Iga, and Symphony of the Night was, but it's super good, super good. After having watched the Netflix series, which we had the podcast on already, um. I really want to go back and play Castlevania, but I don't know is if I was to go back, like, would that be the one to jump into or would there be a better game that would be I think more accessible to someone kind of now? It's very accessible. Like it's, it's not a difficult game to master. I don't think but like in terms of, I guess, appeal, because obviously it's from a different graphical era. Like, is there a newer game that would be better? Or? No, that's, that's really it. Know. Definitely. Okay. That's the pinnacle. Most definitely. All the Game Boy Advance ones that came afterwards were very much in the same vein as this game. So if you like Symphony of Night, you'll have like seven other good games you can play that are just like it. All right. Uh, next series, we have Super Mario. So we didn't pick one out, but we can kind of say any of the early like big games, I guess. So World. Uh, were we putting three on here? Super Mario. I think Super Brothers Mario 3. Brothers 3 is still like a really good game. Yeah. I don't like it as much as World, but I think... Jeremy definitely considers it the better version, potentially. Yeah, I prefer th I prefer one and three over world, but that's just me. That's just a lot based on like I never had a SNES growing up. I had an NES though, so uh, Super Mario Brothers was actually the first game I ever remember playing. So a little bit more nostalgia for me. Um, but yeah, one and three are great. I've also beaten World as well, um, and. 64 is the only other one in the series that I really have regret not really playing. And it's probably the only N64 game that I do want to eventually go back and beat someday. Yeah, I think the the early Super Mario games are really the only ones that I played. Like, I think World was probably the last one that I did play. Um, but it's funny because I think the opening level of Super Mario Brothers 3 still to this day is probably my most played like opening level of any game because i think as a kid you just open a game and you start it from the beginning and then you make it through the first level and then you just put it down and do something else uh, but generally all of my nintendo game experience mostly comes from nes and super nes uh so similar kind of vein donkey kong country would be another one I that was kind of a, I think, seminal game. For sure. Um, I played, but 
I assume you all played it. I've you? never beaten it, unfortunately. I wish I did. Really? Nope. Alex, did you play all these games? Uh, the Donkey Kong Country games? I've played... Like Super Mario and Donkey Kong, I guess, really. Oh, Super Mario. Yeah, I've played uh, 1, 3, and World. I don't know if I've beaten 1 or 3, but I've played dozens of hours in, in both just as a kid with uh, Super Mario All-Stars. And for Donkey Kong Country, I've, I think I beat one. And I'm actually playing through Donkey Kong Country 1 with uh, my daughter, Liv, right now. Oh, nice. That's nice. Time. Is she Diddy? <laughs> no, we've just been doing like one player. So we'll just take turns. And we're slowly going through all the levels. It's really fun, though. And it's really approachable for even kids. So definitely, I would suggest people going back. How is she, how is she doing at, at the gaming? How's her gaming uh, skills coming along? um they're developing pretty quickly actually <laughs> yeah she's gotten a lot better pretty quick so she's nice. get she's getting there it's funny because we were supposed to she was supposed to be like our healer for mmos but now mmos are kind of dying yeah i don't i can't foresee myself having the time to really go back and, and teach her the ways of uh warcraft or ragnarok or anything but who knows who knows what the future will it seems break. like a curse to me don't don't let her inherit it Another game that obviously you guys are all into, and we'll have more podcasts probably on in the future, is Pokemon Red and Blue. So I don't know if I actually played this game. I know I played one of the early Pokemons, but I don't know that it was this one. Because what one came out after this? Was it Yellow? Yeah. So I think it was Yellow that I played. So I don't think I actually played Red and Blue. But I've always kind of been confused about the difference between all of the Pokemon games because I've never really been into them. And whenever I pick them up, they've always just seemed very similar. Uh, I mean, you're not really wrong. They're all pretty similar. (laughs) Um, Absolutely love Pokemon Red. I've never beaten an original. I think I'm halfway or almost. I just haven't beat the Elite Four. So over the remakes, is there a reason to go back and play the earlier ones? Yeah, they're perfect. Yeah, it's like... It's pretty good. It's it's a different game style for sure, but oh, it's a, it's an amazing game. It's perfect. I really have to say much else. Like as you said, they're they're probably the 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 pinnacle of Pokemon. I'm not a Gen One. I've played every single Gen, but I feel like there's a simplicity to Red and Blue that really hasn't been replicated in the the later games. I think they're they're absolutely fantastic. And anybody looking for like a very simple RPG um, should try and pick them up. Uh, and then we have. Uh... Grand, Grand Theft Auto, we kind of threw in three San Andreas and Vice City. Uh, I actually played, I think, every single Grand Theft Auto that's been released on a console. So not like the mobile ones. Same here. But even like one and two, I remember having a ton of fun with those ones. They're just like a fun game to pick up and fuck around with, at very least. And at very yeah. most, some of the more recent ones have good stories. I mean, CJ, he was my boy. Even like the overhead map ones, though, like they were just something to pick up and just like they were ridiculous and you just did ridiculous things but they were fun because of that i think alex did you play any any of the grand theft auto ones i haven't i've never played any grand theft auto game it's just not my style of game makes sense really is that surprising joe Uh, (laughs) i mean i i can kind of get it but i mean there's been so many i've never played one either joe you've seriously no so this is probably the biggest thing we've come across so far is that you two have not played any Grand Theft Auto games. I feel like they're worth, like, one of them at least is worth a play because I feel it's it's one of those things 
that it's almost like a guilty pleasure where even people who wouldn't necessarily like this I feel like you jump in and you're just like, this is ridiculous, but it's, it's, fun. I will say as playing, I'm currently playing the online with a couple of the guys and very fun to just jump into. And that's like exactly it, especially when you're playing with friends, but it would be harder to jump into some of the old ones now. I think. Did I miss anything? No. Okay. So next we'll go with, uh, the last of us. So, so spooky. I, I, I've pl- I played it. Alex, you've played it. We didn't make it very far, did we? So I got not very far in to the point where Joel and Ellie kind of go off on their own. And at that point, I was already done. Like, I felt I already experienced the game. I know the storytelling is spectacular and you get, like, strong a strong connection with these characters. But the gameplay made me feel so anxious and just not... It just wasn't fun to me. Um, but yeah, I dropped it pretty early on. Yeah, for me, it was, I think, to me, it was just almost like a little too slow. Like compared to Uncharted, Uncharted always feels kind of like, um, like really fast paced and like frenetic. But this one was more of a slow burn. And I think when I was playing it, I just wasn't feeling that. But Jeremy, I know this has like special place in your heart. I mean... I don't like it. It's it's a great game. I mean, I'm sad that you guys are never going to play it, but because uh, <laughs> I know I think the game just gets better the more you play it. Um, it's more impactful yeah. towards the end of the game. A lot of the stuff that happens, but no, it's okay. I it's not like a. It's definitely not an Alex game. I thought there was a chance for Joe, but yeah, I was super excited about it. It's so on I think my I list. I'd rather just watch The Last of Us as a TV series than as a video game. HBO is making a TV series, so there you go. Does the gameplay loop improve at all, Jeremy? Is it literally just like fight humans, go into a dark building, creep around, kill the clickers, leave more human? Like, is that is that the loop just over and over again? Um, that is sort of the loop, but I mean, every game kind of has a loop you know it just depends on do you like the loop or not a hundred percent that's what i'm saying i just didn't like the loop i don't mind the human battles but the clicker things like it did nothing for me i was just like this is frustrating i can't see i keep i'm going i don't know where the exit is like it's just i don't know it just was not for me i I don't know just yeah i think i would have preferred a game like that a little bit more open world instead of just like completely linear but that is its thing i think the last of us 2 will be a lot more open uh, yeah. I can compare it to the last two Uncharted games, Uncharted Four and Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. They were a lot more open, so I, I, I yeah. think uh, Last of Us Part Two will be even more so. Okay, actually, that reminds me. I just for some reason skipped like two games on our list. Uh, Uncharted. I guess it, it kind of is a similar idea as The Last of Us. It's just a much different pacing and stuff right love these games i've beaten all six uncharted games they're all pretty good so has anyone not played uncharted i have not played uncharted wow yep it's not even really on my list it's just not i borrowed it and then gave it back to jeremy it's just not doesn't interest me for some reason i really like indiana jones and i feel like it gives me that vibe a little bit but i it just never never interested me wasn't Is even it a bad game like the, because it's too linear or something like I don't that know. or what? No, no, no clue really. Not a. It just didn't click. I play. I think I played like two hours, 
and was just like, mm. meh. Again, it was in like a bad time for me, video game wise. I was still playing WoW, but yeah. Um, so maybe that would be different if I went back to it. So who it knows? It could be kind of like the Witcher 3 situation where exactly wasn't feeling it, went back to it. Yeah. Because the Uncharted, I can say, like, having not liked The Last of Us, Uncharted, the entire series is actually really, really good. And what I like is they're like manageable games. They do not take a ton of time to play. Like, you can get through an Uncharted game in like a weekend. And I really like that. You definitely can, man. I beat the first three back to back in like course of like four or five days. It was awesome. Yeah, I I haven't done four yet, but I beat Uncharted three recently, and I did it in a weekend. So four is definitely my favorite. Like I think that's one of the best games of the generation for sure. Yeah, it's funny because it kind of takes like I like a lot of these kind of like swashbuckling hero adventure like novels, like and there's a lot of different series kind of like that, but this. It's just interesting because it kind of takes that exact feel and puts it into a video game, does a really good job of it. Um, so I think a lot of people who haven't played Uncharted would actually love Uncharted because like that, I know that type of novel series is like those types of novels are some of the best selling like mass market novels out there. So I think it would definitely have massive mainstream appeal. It'd be cool if they made like a show or a TV series out of that or like a movie out of that. They are making a movie. That's also in development, apparently. Isn't it Tom Holland? Really? Yeah. So they're just gonna make like every a TV show about everything, aren't they? Uh, so next game, Skyrim, or just Elder Scrolls in general, uh, which I'm a big fan of all the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, I love, I love love Skyrim. Alex, is this still in your back in your backlog? Uh, Skyrim is in my backlog. I'd like to try it at some point. I've never played an Elder Scrolls game. Not Western RPGs typically aren't really my thing. Um, again, but because I've so played MMOs snow. for so long. I know, I know. That's why I'll probably give Skyrim a chance. And it, it just has so much hype. Yeah, you can right? choose your it's, console it, with it too, at least. Yeah. Great game. Fucking great game. And Jeremy, you you yeah. played it through, didn't you? Yeah, I beat it. I yeah. I beat all the main, like, uh, I beat the three guilds or whatever. And most of the, I did, I sunk a good chunk of time into that game. Is it is it worth it? Dude, I, I love Skyrim. I think of Skyrim frequently, actually, still. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like it's so oversaturated now. Like part of me is like uh, Skyrim, but at the same time, I have these great memories of Skyrim. Like it is a good game and it, it just got a little bit too big. So it's kind of annoying, but too big in terms of mainstream success, just like that. And just like it gets re-released all the time and like, you know, just all that stuff. But it's that doesn't take away from the fact that it's still a solid game. Yeah, I still I mean. To anyone who hasn't played an Elder Scrolls game, I still think it's worthwhile just going back and play Morrowind instead. I think it's the superior game, and I'll I'll always kind of harp on that with these because I think Skyrim's a bit overrated uh, relative to the other games in the series. I've played about uh, ten hours of four, and I really liked it. Is that Oblivion? Yeah, four. Even four, I think, was better than Skyrim. Next game is Bioshock. Uh, this game, the whole collection, I think, is on my my list of games to play. And I think I might have tried to jump into like the first ten minutes of of one of them. It's such a cool looking game, but I don't know. I just haven't been able to get into it. And it's always like on my list of games to play near the top, but it just never gets picked. Because there's always something better, but it's too spooky for me, Joe. It's too spooky. Yeah, I don't know. There's something that always just like just ma- like. 
when I think about it, I'm like, I really want to play that. But then when I actually seriously consider playing it, there's always something that's just like, eh, now's not the time. I feel like I have a lot of games on my backlist that are like that. Um, Alex, you didn't play Bioshock, did you? No, same as you. I have the collection. It's on my list. Um, I do want to play it. The aesthetic is really cool. I, it looks like a really awesome game. It's just as same as you. There's so many other games that I actually really care about that are kind of higher up on the list where this yeah. is just something that I know of and looks cool. So at one day, maybe it's one of my retirement games, probably. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the games on the list that's at risk of just always being on the backlog. Yeah. And it probably deserves better. But um, uh, next is Red Dead Redemption. Great game. So, yeah. Zero flaws. Yeah. Did anyone not play it? I haven't beat one or two. I've never played the original, but I've played two a little bit. Uh, yeah. A little bit. This, Jeremy, these games should be so up your alley. I don't really like Cowboys. I really like the setting, but I haven't played them. I'll get through them eventually, hopefully. But they're just these big games, things like Skyrim, things like Red Dead Redemption, things like The Witcher. They're just. They're very daunting, right? When you can play like two or three smaller games in the time it would take you to finish one. So they often fall down lower on the on the backlog. But I think you can play through Red Dead in a reasonable amount of time if you just don't get distracted by the world. Like that's the nice thing about a game like this is like I spent so much time just like pretending I'm a like a outdoorsman out in the mountains going hunting, which literally did nothing for my game at all. But it was a lot of fun. So my gameplay would have been much more reasonable had I not done that. I don't know if you guys have the same issue I do, but when I'm playing these games, I don't like to just play straight through. I'm always like, what am I missing? Like the op there's like an opportunity cost where it's like, if I continue through, I'm going to miss all this stuff. Will I ever get to come back and see it? Am I really getting to experience the game to its fullest if I don't go and explore the world fully, which is why I think I've stayed away from open world games because it's how... It just feels like you're missing out. You're not playing the game. You're not actually experiencing everything. But I think Red Dead, especially Red Dead Redemption 2, does a really good job of giving you a taste of everything within the story and then leaving it up to you if you want to get more. So I don't know that you necessarily miss anything. Like, I think you could easily just play the story and get everything out of the game that there is to get out of it. The rest is just if you're like really in love with the game and you want to keep playing, you can... I feel like maybe this is a topic for another time, but like bad gaming habits. And I feel like this got picked up in MMOs where you, when you play MMOs, yeah. you used to go in like map to map, sep- section to section, finishing 100% and moving on. Same with linear single player games. So when that's been your entire gaming history and then you get into a world where it's like you could either spend five hours in this area or you could spend 30 and you could you could play this game and spend 50 hours or you could play it for 300 hours it's very hard with those habits to really play those games because you just you instinctively want to see it all and that's really not viable i feel like for every single game especially open world alex and stewart I, I feel like you guys uh need to go to like mmo rehab or something <laughs> seriously though you guys have like PTSD. yeah you guys are fucked up from these games <laughs> yeah, they fuck a motherfucker up I've dropped days of my life into those games, buddy. Days. Well, I think just of the MMO genre, yeah. which I'm sure we'll discuss at some point, but it feels like we just move away from MMOs. We're at a point where single player games can almost mimic 
this, the grandiose worlds that we used to look for back then. And with online play just being built into most games, we really don't need that genre. Yeah, you don't want you don't want a game that's just gonna suck you in to play the game for no reason, just to make money off you. The, the whole thing is broken. I think they just like there needs to be time, like a so. big shakeup. There just needs to be a big shakeup in terms of the next MMO that's actually going to make it big. Like it actually has to offer something beyond like what you said, Alex. What what single player games. Um, with like multiplayer features can do. I don't know if that exists. It do, do you know what? It does. It exists by respecting players' time. Yeah, I think that that's the big issue with MMOs. And that's the problem is that they it it doesn't. Their opinions, their yeah. time, their desires. None of these big companies don't care about it. If you start playing World of Warcraft, like say goodbye to knocking off items on your backlog. You know, like it like ruined video games for me for years. It there's still like, has. You still can't play your PC because of this game. Literally. like Between Ragnarok Online and this game, it literally wiped out my single-player playing of games from probably 2005 until, God, 2016 yeah, maybe? Yeah, like literally. <laughs> it was probably eight years. Eight years of like... So, Alex, most of your backlog is because of this, yeah. of this game. Oh, my, my backlog from the... Essentially, we PS3 era until, well, the beginning of the PS4 is just, it's insane. Like, it's massive. The DS, the 3DS, Wii U, it's its insane. And it's because mostly, well, obviously, we, we grew up during the period, which we'll discuss later. But a lot of it had to do with MMOs and just the time requirements for things in Ragnarok, like playing War of Imperium two times a week. And then in WoW, just keeping up with your weekly raids and leveling characters and all. And yeah, it's it's insane. Mouse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit show, don't play uh, it. Uh, so next game on the list is The Witcher 3. I feel like it's really similar probably to, to Red Dead, Red Dead yeah. in that I think three of us have played it. Alex, you haven't, and it's probably for the same reason, right? It's the exact... I This is... This is at the top of my open world, like grand games that I want to play. It's up there. I've started it. Like it, I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm miss. You what? can miss a lot of shit in that game, Alex. <laughs> and it, that, again, that's what I'm saying, man. It just, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, I think Witcher Three is way more daunting to get into. Hundred percent for sure. Oh my god, <laughs> took me three, ter- like three years, three tries. Uh, so next we have Resident Evil, which are. Basically, there's been a lot of remakes on these lately, uh, which is probably maybe better just to play the remakes to, than to go back to the originals if you haven't played it. I did play the originals. Um, scary games. Uh, I've really kind of fallen off this genre in general now, so I probably won't go back anytime soon to play um, the remakes. Um, these are games, the, uh, out of most of the games we've we've listed, this is probably the top of my list for backlog. Um, I've always really just been sort of fond of the, the Resident Evil remake, the one on GameCube. Like I remember having a EGM issue back in the day that like, this was like the cover story. And I always just remember it looking so good for a GameCube game. And even today, like it still holds up really well graphically. Um, obviously. Yeah, you're right, Joe. They have been remade. Uh, one, two and three have all been remade. 
And I mean, there's rumors that four is next up. Um, I don't know the original of two is better or the remake. I know the remake is well loved as well. Um, but yeah, these these games I really want to get into because I'm a huge fan of horror. But my uh, gaming experience with horror is sadly limited. So that's a area of my backlog I definitely want to rectify. Yeah. Um, next game up is kind of all the Dark Souls games. So I've played none of them and I have literally no plans to play any of them just because I'll break way too much valuable stuff if I try to play these games. I don't really like challenging games that much. Um, so these, and I mean, I think my vibe is that they're mostly dungeon crawlers too, which is another thing that's kind of not up my alley. And they're quite, I guess, dark dark souls which is another thing that doesn't really sell so these are very far probably the furthest thing on this list away from my uh from my backlog that's like the same for me but i really want to play but bloodborne i do want to beat it but i just am it's i i'm not into huge difficulty levels in games either so it's a weird a weird one for me but it's definitely on there yeah i feel i own two copies of it i feel like I need to beat some of these games to be like a true gamer. <laughs> Sadly, like I feel like that's sort of the vibe I get from these games. I played Demon Souls when it first came out. I was very hyped about it. But yeah, like you guys, I wasn't really ready for the difficulty at that point in my life. I feel like now, though, I could give it a try. And I, I'm a lot more stubborn now, so I probably would just stick with it until I get good at it. Um, if they ever remake Demon Souls, I'm definitely going to give it a try. And like you said, Stuart, Bloodborne is something I really think I would love, like just aesthetically, if nothing else. Um, Very much so. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna stay far away from this. Even I remember I mentioned during our Final Fantasy remake one how I got really frustrated with Elagor, and I broke my PlayStation controller. Well, Stacy pointed out that that I'm also gonna have to do some drywall work before we move out of this apartment to get our damage deposit back. So I'm going to stay away from Dark Souls, considering Final Fantasy VII Remake, even on hard mode, wasn't even difficult. So <laughs> it's good to know your limits. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'll stay away. Uh, next one, Super Metroid, Metroid Prime. I haven't played. So these. this is this is a big one for me, actually. This is probably at near the top of my shame list. Um, I love most Nintendo properties and Super Metroid and the Prime Trilogy are both really high up there for games that I really want to go back and play. I played Super Metroid, I think, on the SNES way back in the day, but I've never gotten around to beating it. Yeah, Met I'm much less of a Nintendo fan. Like, after the Super Nintendo, I didn't really have um, a Nintendo, and I don't have my Super Nintendo anymore. Um, so chances are I'm not going to be going back to Metroid anytime soon. Um, I feel like we will get a Metroid Prime trilogy collection on Switch at some point before Metroid Prime 4 comes out. And if that happens, I will definitely give these games a try. And I would also like to play Super Metroid at some point. All right. So that kind of wraps up what I think with are, are probably the seminal games with probably minimal dispute. There's probably other games you could argue should be on that list. But those ones, I think, are mostly uncontroversial. But there's a lot of other great games that, you know, maybe have had more mainstream success, but they're just not considered seminal. 
And I know I've got a few kind of big games that are in my backlog. So now we're just going to kind of quickly go through what maybe wasn't on that list that's on our individual backlog and go over kind of what is at the top of our lists um, for what we think we're going to play next, maybe. So kind of like what is that we haven't already covered, what is kind of shaming us the most in our backlog and uh, what's kind of next up um, to be played. The last five years, I feel like I have made significant progress on my backlog. Uh, a lot of that is deciding what I like. There are certain games that were in my backlog that I'm just like, you know what? I don't care about this game. Like, it's not necessarily essential for me to play this game anymore. And then a lot of it is literally just playing through some of these older games. Um, uh, I feel like the last five years have I've been making up for the five years previous to that, where I just played FIFA basically every day. Um. <laughs> So that's been very positive. Um, I guess for me, I'll pull one here. This is uh, a lesser known PlayStation 1 game, Vagrant Story. Um, I'm a big fan of Matsuno, and this is kind of one of the big games of his that I haven't actually beaten. I got about halfway through it. Uh, it's a very confusing game in terms of the actual systems in it. Like It's not very well explained, so it's a bit archaic that way. Um, but it's a beautiful game and uh, very, very interesting. It's set in Ivalice. It's actually technically sort of a sequel or a prequel to Final Fantasy Tactics in some way. Um, and it's got a lot of similar sounding music and like the character designs are very similar um, and sort of that political uh, plot line as well. Um, yeah, so I think this would be this is one that I definitely want to beat at some point before I die. Uh because it's a very intriguing, kind of mysterious game. So I really want to go through and beat Spyro 2 and 3. Um, I'll, I will play the uh, the remake versions. I platinumed the, uh, the first one when it was released, but never... I just had enough of Spyro at that point in time after getting the platinum, so I never went back. Uh, I played 2 as a kid quite a bit, um, so I would like to go back and beat 2 and 3. I mentioned Resident Evil earlier. Resident Evil... One, two, and three remake I, are all pretty high up on the list for me. Castlevania Symphony Night, I know we mentioned that. I, I, I'm still not sure if I beat it or not. So I think that is on my backlog. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man for PS4. I don't know how far this is up on the list, but I bought this game day one and never played it. So I feel like I ripped myself off. So I feel like I need to go. It's a good I feel game. like it's relatively short, too. I actually missed that one, too. Okay. So I feel like I really like Insomniac. Like I mentioned Spyro. Um but also, I'm a huge fan of the Resistance trilogy on PS3. So I respect Insomniac a lot, and I like Spider-Man. The Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle of Seasons. These are the two Zelda games I definitely want to play the most. Um, got very, very far in Seasons as a kid. Uh, I think I actually got to like the 7th or 8th dungeon. So again, I have some regret never seeing it through. Um, and you can actually carry your save between both of those games, which is kind of cool. And they're developed by Capcom, which is interesting. The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2. I really I really want to yeah. go back and play these, especially yeah. The Witcher 2, because I feel like that would still be pretty good and it would still hold up pretty nicely. One looks a bit rough, but I feel like I could, I could push through it. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to go back and play the first two Witcher games. Those are some of the highlights of my backlog. Um, not a lot of things that are too pressing for me. Um, I definitely have, you know, 
cross off some of those big names in the last few years that I wanted to beat. So, what do you think would be like the next game or the next two games on that list that you that you're probably gonna aim for? I don't know. I'm really waiting just for The Last of Us Part Two. So, like, I'm, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, Stuart, what about? Do you have any kind of big games that are kind of big to you on on your on your list that we haven't covered already, or that are like big guilty kind of games that are surprising? Um, maybe not big. I mean, they're they're big to most people. I guess Final Fantasy uh, eight and nine are on there. You've never played Final Fantasy eight and nine in your entire life. Uh well, I got to the, uh, the Electric Spider in Final Fantasy eight, but I. Went to eat supper oh and God. fucked the timing up. It, it, it's a whole thing. Um, but cool. yeah, I also haven't played. I own Shadow of Mordor. Haven't finished it. Got like a very short amount of time into it. And I like Lord of the Rings enough that I feel like I should play it. But yeah. Yeah. Beyond that, they've all come up. Uh, I need to play Yoshi's Island. I played it when I was younger and something I want to revisit, but nothing too major. Okay, yeah. So, Alex, what about your backlog? Yeah, I know you've got a huge backlog. I uh, played MMOs from 2004 to 2016 as, like, my main game every day. Then I had kids, went back to school, went for an accounting designation. It's My life's been insane. So I haven't played nearly as much. Um, right now, I'm currently prioritizing more current games, so I'm playing through Fire Emblem Three Houses right now. Um other games on my list that are more current are the new God of War, um, Uncharted 4, Spider-Man, The Witcher 3, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Octopath Traveler, and Xenoblade Chronicles. And there's the Definitive Edition remake coming out like in a week or two, I think. And then there's 2 and X, which I also have to beat. So those are kind of the big ones I want to play over probably, God, it's going to take me at least six six months to a year to get through those. But my life is at a point now where I think there's more balance. I'm having more time for games. Hopefully we'll continue to have more time for games going forward and uh, not school's done. And so, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So for me, I, ha- I have a pretty big back backlog too. And it's, I don't know that it's not necessarily that I didn't have time. It's just, I spent my time on a lot of other things. Like I get kind of sidetracked with a lot of hobbies and I kind of have a short attention span for things. So I'll go, six months without playing games at times and i'll get into reading i've gotten gotten into some mmos pretty pretty heavily at times um so on my so the biggest games i think on my backlog that i really want to get to um i think one of the next ones is definitely going to be horizon zero dawn Mm -hmm. that one's been sitting there for a long time slowly kind of moving up the list as i knock me too joe um Good game. Yeah. Good game. For me, it's it's one of those games that I just didn't want to pay full price. Like I went through a long period and I'm still kind of like that where I just don't like to pay full price for games. And it seemed like I never saw it on sale for a really long time. So it kind of kind of left behind. Um, but it, I think I own it now. I think I managed to buy it. So it will probably be one of my next games for sure that I play. Uh Star Wars, kind of Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Another game that I really wanted to play when it came out, but I had other games kind of that I was excited to play. Uh, and I didn't want to pay full price for it. So, but I I mean, it's apparently a really good game and, love, and I love Star Wars. So that's 
near the top of the list. Death Stranding. Yes. Uh, so I, th- yeah, you did you did you all play it? I beat it. Not I. No. Okay. You haven't, so okay. it's great. Very relevant to the time we're currently living in. Extremely relevant. Yeah, it, it was a game that I originally didn't plan on playing at all, but now after it came out, I think it was less weird maybe than people expected it to be, and the gameplay seems fun. Um, so definitely gonna gonna give it a shot. Uh, aside from that, Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, I played the other Dragon Age that just haven't gotten to this one. Um, Uncharted 4, again, I played the other ones, just haven't gotten to that one yet. I'm really excited for that one. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I've literally played every other console um, Assassin's Creed. That one somehow got skipped. Um, so I will go back to that one. I don't know if it was one of the more popular ones, but just for completion's sake, I do want to kind of explore London. Uh, Monster Hunter World. I'm kind of waiting that one for like a group of people who want to play it together. And I don't know if that'll kind of ever happen at the same time. Um, I'll do it, Joe. Man, I'm there. Yeah, it just seems like a game that it's going to be way more fun to play with friends. And it looks pretty epic. It looks like a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll have to play that one. We'll have to knock that one off our backlog at the same time. Uh, and then I've never I've never beaten any of the God of War games, which I think is pretty huge. I tried getting into, I think, the early trilogy, and they just didn't kind of suck me in. So I think I might try the the newest one. I recommend it, Joe. Um, you, uh, I never played, yeah. I never had any interest in the originals, but the new one is great. And you don't, you don't really need to play the originals to enjoy that game. I mean, at least I didn't. Yeah, I think I my plan had been to play the originals before I played the new one, but I think I just have to give up on that and play the new one. And maybe if I like it enough, I'll want to go back and play the originals. There's like one really good. There's like one really good callback that even I picked up on having not played the originals, and it was still impactful for me. That one's near the top of the list too. Um, Bioshock, we already mentioned Dishonored. The Dishonored games, I've owned them for a really long time now. And again, it's another game where I've I've been going through my list of games to play so many times and it's like made it into like my top two of the next game that I'm going to play and it just never kind of gets picked. Um, it looks really fun. I love the setting of it. So it's kind of like to me, it's in the same kind of realm as like Bioshock on my list. Uh, so yeah, those are to me, I think the biggest games that are on my backlog currently i think the next game on of all those games the next game i'm probably going to play is probably going to be probably uncharted 4 and then probably horizon zero dawn i approve of that list same here yeah (laughs) um i want to add something uh shout out to all those dumbass games that we feel like we are obligated to go back and play but don't really want to for me that's uh final fantasy 13 lightning returns can't wait (laughs) Can't wait to jump back <laughs> into that baby. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, there's definitely games on my backlist, but on my backlog that I'm like, Dude. I really don't want to go back and play them. But I feel like Alex, I, I got a lot of the, I got a lot of games that I could fuck a list off in that category. <laughs> oh, me too, man. Let's Tales do of it. Symphonia, man. Started that game. Let's do it. Fuck. We should start a show, keeping people updated with our backlogs. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say like one one series that like. I really don't want to play, but 
I feel like I haven't given a, a fair shot is like Borderland Borderlands or Borderlanders. <laughs> yeah, Borderlands. <laughs> Are you ninety three? What the fuck? Um, what the fuck? Borderlands. 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 Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Like the handsome collection or whatever. Like I don't know. They they seem to have been such popular games, and like to me, they're kind of in the same like the same vibe as other games that I would like because I think they're like they have like an RPG element to them. So I'm like, I should really like these, but every time I look at them, like there's something about it that I just makes me not want to play it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of games on my list that will just never leave my backlog. And the sad thing is, is like every time there's a Steam sale, every time there's a PlayStation sale, I'm still going in and adding games that I'll probably never play. And Alex, I think you're the same way, aren't you? Historically, I have. Yeah, my just to, to give people reference, my backlog is, is probably includes most of what Jeremy was saying. It, it it's probably like 300 games at this point it's yeah, it's insane. not good it's not good and those are games that you've already purchased well most of them yeah and it, a lot of it isn't even steam things it's like console games from the wii era all the way up till now some gamecube games and then wii u switch ps4 ps3 psp ds 3ds yeah it's not good it's not good yeah i mean it's just tough because like I think as like as teenagers and as kids, like before you start working, you literally have all the time in the world to just like come home, play a game every day. Like you're just knocking, you can knock off a game every three, four days if you're playing shorter games. And now it's like so many of these games, even if they are three or four, four days worth of gameplay, like that's a significant amount of free time that like I have other competing things um, like to, to do in that time. So I don't know, like, I don't know if my backlog will ever actually get much smaller than it is now. Like, mine's not half as big as yours, but it's just tricky um, to kind of knock games off now. Especially if I go six months, like, I decided randomly to learn guitar, like, two years ago, and now I probably spend way more time playing guitar than video games now. So, like, add that. Like, I don't even have kids yet. And... I had, like I still have to finish school, find a job, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if it's ever going to shrink. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the point of the backlog is to ever actually complete the backlog. I don't think it's possible. I think yeah. I don't really know what the end game for the backlog. I think it's actually us just driving ourselves insane for no reason because it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> it literally doesn't mean anything. I you know I mean except you know if you really enjoy some of these games and that you might not have played otherwise um i mean the the worst thing is like this is money in many cases that i've spent on games that i'll never play so it's that is another aspect you feel like you got to get your money's worth too if you've spent it but it's weird because it's like why did you buy it in the first place if you know you never really had the time (laughs) or i don't it's weird it's really weird to think of how this this you know alex's 300 game backlog came to be like what the fuck (laughs) well at some point in time the game at the price that it was offered for was really exciting (laughs) it's not even it's not even that for me it was a very unique situation where like you grow up you go through school you work a job and you have this certain amount of time like you work maybe 40 50 hours a week and you expect to have the rest of your time free 
And for me, it went from that to working like 100 hours a week with sleeping three, four hours a night, having absolutely zero free time. And so something that maybe you could, you would have whittled down over the course of like a couple of years, just grew and grew and grew. So it's a, it's a very unique situation, but I also disagree. I think we are had a, we are a unique group of people who kind of coming into this game, the gaming industry as it developed. So we'll get to kind of see how this, these backlogs go. And I feel like it's either, you know, we'll die before we play them or we'll play them in retirement. That's really honestly fair. Yeah, like I feel like either I'm going to be an I'll be dead or I'll be an 80 year old man sitting there playing my PS1 game. Just yeah. see how I it's just, going to be. I mean, it, it kind of like ties in that I really think with the backlogs growing the way that they are, like they need to start. Like, I feel like backwards compatibility of consoles needs to become like an essential feature because, like, at some point my PlayStation 4 and my PlayStation 3 is going to bite the dust. And then those, like, how am I going to play those games, you know? Or come up with, like, maybe at some point they can come up with, like, a separate piece of hardware that will be backwards compatible with, like, I would do that. Like, you let me, give me, like, an updated piece of hardware that I can then access and play all of my old games. Not but Maybe at some you point have that's them. the way I could go. You have them downloaded. You legally purchase them. If they, sh- if your PS3 dies, go download a ROM, buddy. That's true, but that's too much effort. <laughs> I, I think we're in the era where we we will be buying the remasters to the games that we that are in our backlogs that we didn't play the first time we bought them. For sure, for sure. Sadly, as long as they last long enough. And like, so how how would you like Alex? Uh, how would you count this if you? If you beat like a remake of a game, would you count? Would you still want to go back and play the original, or would it depend on the game? No, nah, it's the same thing, man. No, nah, no. Nah. For the most part, I feel like if you, it, I mean, it, are you talking about a remaster or a remake? Remaster, yes. Remake, no. Like the Fall lines Fantasy are getting kind of blurred right nowadays because, like, look at the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Like it's, it's a remaster, but it's also a remake. You know, like it is. The, basically the same game mechanics and the same levels, but with a few quality of life improvements and a complete graphical overhaul. Let's say if I beat the Wind Waker HD remaster or whatever on Wii U, I would consider that beating Wind Waker GameCube. Yeah, that's fair. But beating Final Fantasy VII Remake is not the same thing as beating the original Final that's Fantasy That's true, but that is, that's like the opposite end Very of the spectrum. Very unique, for sure. Like for me, like Resident yeah. Evil... If I if I ever actually do beat the the remakes, I will just consider that done. Like I won't go back to the originals for me. Um, but it really would depend on the game, I guess. Yeah. Games have they have different souls, right? That's what it comes down to. If you play something like like uh, Kingdom Hearts, if you play Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories remake or whatever on PlayStation Two, that's not the same game as the, the Chain of Memories on Game Boy Advance. You get the same story, you get the same plot. But it's not the same game. It has a very different vibe. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, Stuart, you got anything to add? I guess your backlog's not too bad. So no, my, I feel like you my backlog I could do before 2021 easily. Yeah. If I was on that Corona quarantina, let me tell you, I'd have it done already. Yeah, I feel like you're just not that. You don't really worry about a backlog, which is probably the the way to be, honestly. Yeah, truthfully, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Most of it's just like. Uh, 
either regret, some of it's regret and some of it's just like, I know that I'm going to enjoy this game and I shouldn't give up on it. Like that was The Witcher. Like The Witcher, I was like, I knew this was a game that I was going to enjoy, but I just couldn't get into it the first couple times. And I'm sure that's the same as some of these games. Yeah, totally. And I mean, a- yeah. not, not Alex was right. Like it, it is really all about time. Like mine and Alex's last five years were very different. And, you know, I had a lot of time to actually, you know, cross a lot of these games off my list. Um, but I think the main thing is just, you know, don't play something that you're not enjoying, you know, for more than like, give it a chance. Yeah. But don't force yourself through a 50 hour JRPG from PS1, like some obscure JRPG, you know, just because you feel like you need to have that completionist, you know, aspect to you. But like, I think that's just no fun. Like that is the opposite of what video games are supposed to be. So disagree completely. If you consider yourself a Final Fantasy fan, you need to go play Final Fantasy Type Zero. If you don't, I mean, I played it, and I've uh, I've come to the conclusion that it's awful. Sorry, beat. And I so I would I would never put myself <laughs> through playing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. wasn't, wasn't there wasn't there a demo wasn't there a demo for type zero that was enough to determine that it was awful so people bought type zero because it had the demo for 15 oh. and that's why i bought it and then but i was actually excited for type zero i thought it would be good it was the same it seemed like it would be like crisis core but it was not like crisis core yeah because i remember playing about 10 minutes of it and determining it was one of the more awful games that i've ever played yeah it's really it's really bad um and that Final Fantasy 15 demo was the best Final Fantasy 15 ever was for me. Like I thought that game was going to be amazing after playing that. The the demo was complete. It was a complete yeah. demo. The game was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's our uh, episode podcast episode on our backlogs. Uh, if you like this video, give us a like, a subscribe, comment, and we'll see you guys next time.